Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is episode 326 of Third Shift, and you are here listening, and we are here talking. It is me, the usual somebody named Eric, and with me today, as always, is the one, the only, the inglorious bastard who's petting his newfound animal underneath the screen here, where he hasn't introduced his pet now, but he will. It's Mr. Matt with his fake or real pet, the inglorious bastard, hanging out. What's he doing? What's he been up to this week? Apparently getting a pet or something that he's rubbing on. Now, that could be... Well, I don't know. We'll just go... What are you doing, man? <laughs> it's my new... It's a, it's a Kabuto. That's what I've got. I've got a Kabuto here. Oh. It's my mouse mat, and it's all rough. Like, why is it all scratchy? I don't know what's happening. I have no idea what's well, going on. You know what? Go to the store and upgrade to this beautiful Razor... Uh, what is it called? I don't know. I, I was going to promote some Razor product, but I don't remember which one this is. It's a nice Razor pad. Beautiful. Oh, oh it's... <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got glimpses of it. There's a beautiful Razor pad that I have cherished and loved, and it has treated me well for the last two and a half, three years. Well, this is a beautiful razor pad that I've loved and cherished for like 10 years. Well, it means it's time. It's all white from salt from my sweaty salt hands. Salt flesh, et cetera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every now and then I have to grind it up and I just, you know, sprinkle it in my food because it's natural salt. It oh, came from my hands. That's rough. You just need a new pad. And we won't, we won't talk about eating human salt stuff anymore. We won't do that. I would totally eat human salt. Anyway, (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna go on to something else. Hey, talking about eating in the real world on the real world front, I went out and saw Alton Brown's Beyond the Eats touring show. Came to uh, the Wharton Center here, and it was fantastic. There was a little bit of music. There was some like one man show comedy, you know, storytelling bits. There was some food science. There was a live cooking demonstration, which I can't spoil. Apparently, it's a thing you're not supposed to take pictures of and spoil, so I won't do that. But it was great. It was just an awesome show. Just a good time overall. I wasn't ex- sure what to expect like at all. Obviously, I watched Good Eats almost every day because it was on Food Network at 6 o'clock. Watched it for years and years and years. So cool to see him up there doing his thing. Very next day, told you about this earlier today, went to see The Dark Crystal 40th Anniversary Fathom event at the theater. I have never seen that movie before in my entire life. But uh, we saw, what's her name, Agra, the puppet for Agra mm-hmm. at the uh, Jim Henson exhibit at the Grand Rapids Museum. And, you know, there were pictures and stuff. And I went, huh, that's a movie we've never seen before. And literally, like, two days later, I went, look, there's a Fathom event coming up. Let's go. And I went, okay, let's go. It was pretty cool. It was one of those movies where I wish I had watched it as a kid so that watching it now, I could be like, oh, man, I remember this. So cool. So awesome. As a kid, it'd be mind-blowing because, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, this whole puppet movie would have been really awesome. And I still enjoyed it. But You at least watched The Labyrinth when you were a kid, right? I'm shaking my head, everybody. Oh, I've told you a million times. I've only I seen, know, like, bits and pieces of that movie. It hurts my soul. It hurts the soul to hear it every time. Dang it, Matt. We got to travel back, and you got to be at my house at, you know... Where I used to live, 1702. I don't live there anymore, people. So if you're sending Hitman, you're just going to kill some random strangers because nobody lives there. I know. But we could have watched, I mean, The Dark Crystal. That was on loop. We watched that like every other week. Labyrinth. We watched that all the time. I mean, I don't know. I grew up with those two movies. So, yeah, I wish, oh, man, should have just had you there. And then you could have those memories you just talked about because mm-hmm. 
it's awesome and it feels great because every time you see it regardless of how you know it's aged and it's not what it what it, what it was when you were a kid and how right it, right you're still just it yeah, still you takes you all back bits. to those memories mm-hmm, yeah, sitting yeah. there laughing your dad in the background doing the voices of some of the characters being a doofus etc wonderful wonderful shows but I still do have those those memories just with different kinds of movies. So, but it, it was definitely one of those ones. Like I always say, Princess Bride is that. I never watched that growing up, and everybody, everyone else watched that growing up. Christmas Story, same thing. I never even seen it all the way through. So I watch it, and I go, "Oh man, if I had watched this as a kid, I would probably really like this." But right now, I don't really. But Dark Crystal was cool. Hang on, Matt. We got to talk about this for a second. You just named off several just very traditional movies that every kid has watched in their life. What were you watching? Tales from the Crypt, Die Hard, Predator, Die Alien. Hard, yes. Was that what Batman you were watching Returns, when you were Bill and Ted. six, Come on seven now. years old? You're over here already just watching all these teenager movies. You just you skipped right past all these wonderful just family movies. Watch Transformers. Watch cartoons. Ninja Turtles, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Okay, so you got the cartoon side in. You just think yeah. the movie side of childhood in. Well, not the spe- the not yeah, the, the five the, movies the, that the, I named. The eight yeah, not the, not the only five movies. You you can't get to convince the people out there. Yeah, you, you're crazy. You skip right by them. Man, that's a shame. Yeah, we got to rewind time. I'm gonna. Fu- I'll, you know what? While you keep talking, I'm gonna invent uh, a machine and we're gonna go jump back. All right, and then we'll come okay. back and we'll get the show going right where we left off. No problem. All right, cool. Those movies sucked. No, no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but going on to the video game front, I've only played a few video games this week, one being Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster. Just did a stream of it a couple days ago. Getting to the super end game. Did Strago stuff. Did the Phoenix Cave, did Science Dream Sequence. All I have left is the Cultist Tower, and then Kefka. I think that's it. And I should, should be on track to get all the achievements just in that last run. Because I have, all I have left is, like, go to every location. I haven't been to Kefka's Tower yet, so that's the last one. Open all the chests. There's chests in the Cultist Tower. There's chests in Kefka's Tower. Bestiary entries, same thing. Strago's lore, there's, like, four you can learn in Kefka's Tower. And... Just the generic, all the rest of the stuff. So hopefully I can actually cap off the Pixel Remaster streams with just a bam, achievements popping, I'm done. I don't have to go back and do any other stuff. And I'll probably hold off. There's one thing I want to do just for funsies, because back when I played this originally, all the espers give you level up stats, stats on level up, you know, strength plus two, all this other stuff. When I was a kid, I paid no attention to that, because I always focused on just everybody gets all the spells. And I still do that right now because it's. I look at it. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I spend like two hours to get Shadow all the spells? But now I've been looking at those stats. I'm like, well, Saban's got to be in there. He's my man. He's the one I always use. What's the best stats he can get? Oh, HP plus fifty percent from Bahamut every level up. Okay, so he's up to like nine thousand five hundred HP right now. So I have to max him out. I have to. So I. Off air, I'm just going to be grinding around, getting him levels, getting him HP, because you got to do it. Everybody has all the, all the spells now, except for Crusader, which you get in Kefka's Tower, which I won't have time to just, oh, I did half of Kefka's Tower. See you later, guy. everybody. Bye-bye. But that's, that's going to happen. And then I'll finish that game. I'll get to hear Dancing Mad in the remastered format. I'll get to hear all the ending stuff and just finish off one of my favorite games of all time and then move on to 7. 
but also so going from something great that I absolutely love that's playing it every time I play it, it's an absolute joy. Also played Persona 5 Strikers, playing it on merciless mode, trying to grind to get that last achievement, to get that bond XP, just getting punched in the face all the time. Oh, hey, it's a mini boss. I remember because I played it on easy, but even on normal, eh, these mini bosses aren't that bad. Ow. Ow. Oh, Morgana's dead just instantly. Oh, everybody's. Oh, God. Oh, God. <sighs> but it is fun, too. Because, like I said, you get dodging and shucking and jiving and doing the thing, but it's stressful. And I went, okay, I got to go back to something that I was loving, that I was playing all the time and then fell off for no reason. Let me hook up my little backup switch dock to my new setup station. Let me start playing some triangle strategy. All right. Now, I remember where I left off at, but I don't really remember. Okay, story sequence, story sequence, story sequence. Cool. I remember these characters. I love these characters. I love everything. All right. Battle time. Okay. Here we go. I'm putting in all my favorite characters. I remember. I synergized that guy with this guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to raid this boat. Do, 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 do. Enemy reinforcements. Okay. Yeah, I remember that happened a lot. Okay. Turn to the enemy reinforcements. Ow. 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 That's right. Okay. Well, forget it end the battle because I need to restart it so that I can go back and oh yeah the reinforcements come from right here and it's these people and the trigger is when he moved in front of the gangplank here so okay next time he's gonna move first and then all my people are gonna move but they're already gonna be set up right here so I can just chicka 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 and I can take out all the rest of them just fine but this stupid thing with my secondary people ugh it was frustrating but also good to get back in the in the swing of things Playing on the nice new monitor, seeing the beautiful HD 2D art style, hearing the awesome music, hearing the good voice acting, seeing my favorite units in action again. It was great, but I didn't appreciate just getting punched in the face by two games this week, and it made me sad. So what about you, Eric? What did you do this week? Mm, mm, mm. I did quite a bit. Okay, I got a few things listed in our little notes, but as you were talking, it just popped. Memories, memories and things started popping through my brain, so we will get started with... World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, it's out. I'm playing it. I've been in there just grinding away, going through the story. Not really far. I think I'm like six, level 63, so still in that very first area of the new zone. But just, you know, hammering out every side quest there is, doing what I got to do, and just taking my time. I'm in no rush. I don't have to hurry. I've done a couple of the dungeons at this point, and I'll tell you what, I love it and I hate it because it's 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 what I know. You go in there, and you're always with people who've already ran it 400 times. They're just in there grinding for gear and getting maxed out. So, And I'm going for the first time. I have no idea where we're going, what we're doing, what's happening. And they're just cruising. They ain't stopping for nothing. They ain't looking at nothing. They're just flying through. And I go, this is cool in one hand because I have no responsibility. I just got to shoot my, my fireballs and frost bolts and try not to die and look like an idiot. Even if I do, they don't care because I mean nothing to them. That's the cool part. The sad part is, is I have so many great memories of going with friends and for the first time, all of us. And we're just like, oh, what's this encounter? Oh, man, should we CC these things? Should we, should we pause and wait and see if we can get a patrol over here? All that's gone. Out the window. No struggle. No questioning. No mystery. No nothing. You just pop in and you go, follow the tank. Woo! all the way in and if you die half time it's like hey just stay there dead we'll res you when we're done and get all the loot oh all right well, all right all right well 
Guess I'll look at some YouTube stuff while they finish up this dungeon for me. Yeah, all right. And then they res me and I get loot and they go, hey, no biggie, dude. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, thanks, man. See ya. Okay, well, it's weird, but cool. I got the loot. I got what I came in here for, for sure. So that's that's been the weekend and the week with WoW. I won't go on too long with it. Uh, I touched Callisto Protocol. Already, like I already told you guys, I, I swore I was going to be, uh, you know, playing that one online. But I, I had to at least do the opening. I had to at least see what the game was. So I did the opening of it. Got to the combat part, the first combat, and I realized it's melee combat. It's not. There's no guns. There, there's guns later, mind you. Don't don't get me wrong. But from what I hear, and I can't speak to this yet, it's a melee heavy game. They want you to be in there. Dodging attacks, coming in with the counterattacks, and smashing these fools up, and taking names. And using the ammo, the weapons, when necessary. When there's enemies that cannot be just punched and hit, or an oh crap kind of moment situation. That's when they want you to use ammo. Other than that, they want you in close to the baddies, hitting them. That is not what I expected. I don't know why. I just expected dead space. Where I was going to get really cool guns, and I was going to find my favorite one, and I was going to smoke enemies and, you know, dismember them and kill them. That's not how this game is played. That is not what they want you to do. So it's going to be a big adjustment once I get on there and actually play it. So you're going to have to bear with me. But probably, I don't know. I'm going to look like an idiot probably for a little bit. I'm not going to bear with nothing. I'm going to be in that chat calling you out. Dude, looks like you suck at this game. What right. are you doing? You Johnny dies a lot over here. Stupid. Death counter, 73, 76, 90, 100. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it already. I'm already I'm sweating. I'm just sweating thinking about <laughs> it. Uh, so I touched it. I got in there just for a minute. Can't wait to actually get in and dig my hands into it. And then, since I can't play that, what else did I do? I played Elden Ring. I said, you know what? I, t- I said, I, I got to finish this game. What I do, I finish the game. I went in there, and I'll tell you, that freaking clergy beastman, ah, he can go suck it. He can just suck it all the way to Panama because he sucks, and I don't like him, and uh, yeah. Now, you mean Form 1 or 2 or both? Form two, form one. I don't okay, care. About. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. okay, he yeah, was yeah, a joke. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Run around the pillars. I'm just making sure because that, I mean he's he's called clergy beastman in one yeah. and in two he's Malekith the black blade. So I'm I'm just making sure. Yeah. I'm just making sure. So form two Malekith when he's the black yeah. blade, he can suck it. Flying around, clipping through the pillars and walls. He, he can't hide. He's these huge slices. And then he he'll trick you. He'll do like a three form one. And then you're like, okay, I'm clear. I can heal up and try to get a counter in. No, I'm, no, I'm just adding two more one. attacks to yeah, it. I'm yeah. just adding two more attacks. No reason. No rhyme. There's no method. He just does it randomly. So you might be done after three. You might not be done after three. But by time you hesitate and try to just do an extra roll in case he does the, the fourth one, he's no, already he jumping back, getting ready to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. That guy sucks. I don't like him. That reminds me of, I was watching... You know, one of my favorite YouTubers, Jesse Cox, when uh, Sekiro came out, he was playing some Sekiro. And the first boss, you know, some big general dude, same thing. He'll do like a three-hit combo and, you know, killed him a million times. It was like montage style, do-do-do-do-do-do dead. And then randomly, now he did four swipes. And I just remember Jesse's just like screaming like, he does four now? What where did that even come from? What, how was I supposed to do? Ah! <laughs> it was that. It was, it was just yeah. like that. Got through him. 
and this is spoiler alert to anybody. If you're listening and you're like, oh, I haven't quite finished Elden Ring and I didn't want to, I don't want to know these last bosses. Just letting you know, you're getting them right now. Godfrey. I thought this dude's a joke. He's so easy. Stupid. Easy stupid. And then he started doing that ground pound. And all of a sudden he wouldn't stop ground pounding. And I could not get the timing of that stupid thing down. He would, I would think he's going to delay, but he don't. He just like slams the foot and that thing flies across the ground and hits me. And then he just does it again and again and again. And so my character got stun locked and just all the way to dead. Two or three times this happened. Finally, just, just DPS'd him hardcore, right? Right when it gets to that point where he was going to start doing it. Boom. Passed right through. He never even ground pounded once. Got through it. Got to his second form, and his second form was a joke. I don't even know why this guy's boss. He just, he was dead. He was cool, because he was like the only human in this game. But he was super easy, and I went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Oh, I'm a god now. And then I got to, you know, the last boss. Uh, um, got Rod- Rodican, whatever freaking his dumb name is. And he does a move where he hits the ground, and like, Everything in that area just gets smoked. So that was screwing with me because if you don't manage to get out of it, for me, it was like a two-hit kill. So it was leaving me all jacked up. And then he'd do one of his little quick whip attacks and pain in the butt. But got through him after a few tries. And, of course, the last boss beat on the first try. So it was good. It was, it was nice. It was fun. I'm glad I finished it. I got a, a t- most terrible ending in the whole wide world. I won't go on about it because I've already griped about it before, but fix your endings and you've got yourself some masterpieces right here. I'll tell you that much. You fix some endings and I, I will I will, I will, I will say you got a great game, but man, that was a bad ending. Oh, well, the journey was there. It was a fantastic game. There's no doubt about it. It just sucks that I got hiccuped and dislodged because now my... Like, I'm all over the place. I remember the past. I remember the game being great. And I remember all the fun. But it's mired by that chunk where I was like, this is stupid. And I'm angry. I don't like it. I don't want to like it no more. And then going, oh, well, I got through it. And here we go. Boop. It was fun again. So, just stinks. And I always want to chuckle when you talk about the bad endings. Because my ending was stupid, too. I, I reforged it in the golden thing. And I sat on a chair. And that was it. You did it. You sat on the chair. But... It makes me laugh because I watched, you know, after I beat Elden Ring, I was like, well, what about some of these other games? You know, watch some big retrospectives on them. And I saw some of the uh, the Bloodborne endings. And I was like, man, some of those is just like, I won't even say what it is, but there's one where a lady holds a thing. I was like, man, I'd be so mad if that was my ending, but whatever. We'll see. Yeah. So apparently he doesn't, whatever his name is, because I don't remember, he doesn't know how to do endings, Matt. That's just, he can make great games. But he has no idea like what an ending's supposed to be. Or he just purposely wants you just to go, oh, all right. Well, I mean, the, the thing that happened is cool, but the way it's visually shown is I, I was watching it going, huh, I went from that to this. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Hey, we'll maybe, maybe I'll be able to explain it better later next year sometime, possibly. Possibly, maybe. We'll teaser. see. Ho, ho, ho. And, of course... That wasn't it. That's it out of my list. But there are two other games. Tactics Ogre Reborn. I remembered because you started talking about Strangle Strategy. And I will just say, Matt, I feel the pain. I feel it 100%. 
because there are enemies in Tactics Over Reborn whom, once you kill a certain amount of enemies, etc., will stand in the way background and go, reinforcements. And then there'll be like one, it's granted, it's only one or two. One or two dudes appear. And now you gotta fight them, keep going on with whoever you were supposed to kill and or if it was an all-mission, doesn't matter. Here's the deal. I thought that was like a one-time thing. thought that's just, no, if you don't go kill that guy after you kill another one or two, one or two more come. I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. So I killed the next two. Now surely, surely this, surely this will not continue. Surely it will say, and no one answered. No, no, it just another one or two appeared, and it will go on like that for all eternity, until you brave the jungle and go all the way up in enemy territory and kill said horn blower. They will just continue to summon reinforcements forever. I mean, to be fair, Eric. If you walked outside right now and you heard someone go, you would go. You'd go, oh, damn. That's true. Oh, yeah. It's the calling. Here I come. This is some What do you need me to do? I need you to fight all these dudes. (laughs) Kill these people. All right. All right. Yes. Ah, Stab and stab and stab. We're going to town. I would be there 100%. You're right. But holy crap, man. That that sucked. (laughs) And I went, you're already making a battle that's hard. Yeah. A million infinite times worse. And so, well, you have an archer. You utilize your archer. And it's like, yeah, but my archer sucks. Okay, because it's the beginning of the damn game. This dude's doing like three freaking HP a hit. How many hits it takes to kill somebody when you hit somebody from far with three HP? That's like 11, 12 turns before that dude's dead. So you have to move one of your freaking swordsmen up in enemy territory. And you know what happens? And all of a sudden they're going to get pinned side and back and getting hit from the archer because you're coming towards them. Screw well, hey, guys. here, I'll say it. In Triangle Strategy, what showed up for me, it's a boss, the, the sister of the other boss of the stage, a mage, a big old tank boulder dude, and a healer. So, oh, I'm going to take out the mage because he deals big damage. But then, oh, I can't kill him like in one turn. So he'll do it all over again. And also, <laughs> spells. So well, uh, take out the healer. But now I'm just getting... <laughs> Spells. Also, the boss is here. Psh, oil. Fire. Oh, it's just... Pure madness. Difficulty and sadness. That's what strategy RPGs are. Yeah. Why do I like them? I don't remember anymore. I'm not sure anymore. I think... <laughs> just turn it down to easy. Just turn it down to easy. That's what I'm I won't, turn I won't say easy, that. Have just a fun time. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. But anywho, I did play that. And then last but not least... Xenoblade Chronicles 3, folks. I have opened it up. I have uh, played it in my spare time. It's wonderful. You know, you already seen it. It's the possible game of the year award winner. So you know people love it. But I've heard naysayers say they don't like the combat. That's like too much like an MMO. But we already know, folks. That's my bread and butter. I, I loved MMOs. I still love MMOs. And that is how combat is. You run up on the enemy. It starts auto-attacking. All your your uh, your attacks are structured be like by side attacks, back attacks, specials. Uh, some do more damage when you break the enemy, stun the enemy, you know, whatever that kind of stuff. That's all it is. You just have to pay attention to that. You just have to synergize a little bit. It's not that complicated. It's really simple. Some people didn't like it, but I find it to be really cool, a lot of fun. I'm over here beating elites already that are like a level or two above what I am. 
just because it just feels comfortable. It feels good to me. So I'm loving it. And the story is pretty brutal. I'm hoping there's kind of like a a little light in it somewhere. But right now it's just your peeps that you're supposed to love. They're on like their last year of living. You know, I won't go into super detail, but they only live a certain amount of time. And my team's already almost at the death's door. And they're they're happy. They don't even care. And I'm like, this, what the hell? And he's, it's messed up. So it's kind of a bleak story. So I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be some, you know, lightness going on. We'll see where that goes. I, I am having fun right now. So I'm going to keep rocking and rolling with it. But that's what I've been up to this week. That is everything I've done, man. Well, something I did was looked into a fantastic game that, as usual for me, it's a game I want to play. So I didn't go super, super deep into it. But there's not a lot of super, super deep about this game. And that's Evil West, developed by Flying Wild Hog, who are the people who did the Shadow Warrior games, published by Focus Entertainment. This came out on the 22nd of November for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And this is a third-person action game, just straight up. No fuss, no huss. It's mission-based. You're just going from one end of the level to the next, and you are a cowboy, and you are shooting vampires and werewolves and all kinds of stuff like that. Obviously, there is an overarching story. You're the son of the head of this big institute whose calling is to root out all the evils, vampires, werewolves, that kind of thing, big grotesqueries, and something bad happens. You go out to get revenge and to save your father, and it's just a just an awesome cowboys shooting vampires type action game. You have all kinds of gadgets. You have all kinds of cool abilities. You know, it's kind of a steampunk, so you have some, like, Nikola Tesla type electrical weapons. You have, like, this glaive that you can do, like, big ground pounds. You can do stun attacks. You can do these crazy melee combos with the enemies. You can use it to, like, warp strike and just boom over there or pull enemies to you. All the combat is just... It's visceral. It's bloody. It's flashy. It's not a triple-A game by any stretch, but this is one of those double-A or A-level games that it's just a cool action game. It's not something you're going to spend 100 hours on. There's not a big open world. There's not tons and tons of collectibles. And there is a skill tree. You can level up yourself, your abilities. You can use the money that you find to upgrade your actual weapons. So there is there is some depth there. It's not just straight running and gunning. You do upgrade yourself. You have New Game Plus, so you can play through again with all your unlocks on higher difficulty levels. If you want to, you can play it again and again and again and max out. But it's just a big, fun action game. I don't know. There's not much else to say about it, except go watch some footage of it, because some of it looks really, really, really good. There's like one area in one of the reviews I saw where there's these like yellow lighted columns. I don't know what kind of structure they're in. It looks like some breeding facility for some of these creatures, but just the lighting in it looks awesome. All the fire effects, all the electrical effects. Looks really cool. Looks really fun. Combat's really fast and frenetic. Something about it, just watching it with my human eyeballs, this just looks fun. It looks like playing it would be a lot of fun. You know, there's lots of like big arenas and all these enemies coming at you and you got to manage this one and that one. There's little markers for, because the camera is kind of, it's kind of tucked in tight like uh, God of War's camera is, but it's got these nice little indicators for when an enemies are off here or, or stuff's coming in. So looked like really easy to parse, really flashy, really fun. I don't know. There's not much more for me to say about it because I'm not going to dig in too deep and spoil myself too much on Evil West because I can't wait to play it. I'm definitely going to get this game and have some fun with it. That's the title I was looking at too. I want to get a hold of. So you picked a good one because Evil West is looking pretty dang good and hopefully they get enough love and enough people paying attention to that game so where they can keep trucking. Now, of course... I'm in the same boat with this game. 
I hope this game does well enough that this uh, studio gets to keep trucking. And that, of course, is Striking Distance Studios, Glenn Schofield and the boys and girls, etc. The hardcore team behind Dead Space, they got Callisto Protocol out on the streets. It's out right now. It came out December 2nd. I am a crazy person. I didn't even talk about it last week. But it's here. It's out. I told you already that I got to play it just a little bit. And let me tell you, Jacob Lee and his buddy Max... All right, they're they're cargo, you know, ship guys. They they do all these odd jobs. Well, what happens? They go in for this evil kind of weird military group out here on one of the Jupiter's moons, and they're like, "Hey, don't talk about what you're doing. Just take this to the place, and we're gonna give you lots of money." Well, how do you think it goes? It goes poorly. Lots of stuff goes down. I won't even say because the game's fresh. But anywho's, poor old Jacob ends up down on that prison on the moons of Jupiter there. And he's screwed. All right. Things go real south real fast. And then you escape from your prison cell. And, of course, it then assumes the old nice dead space third person right over the shoulder kind of view. And you have to get the hell out. And things are happening all around you. And all of a sudden, people aren't people anymore. They're monsters. People want you to help them. Some people want to kill you. So you're dealing with humans, you're dealing with other inmates, you're dealing with these creatures that you don't know about. It's bloody, it's visceral, it's dark. You have no weapons thus far. I heard you get weapons later in the game, but it definitely starts with the melee stuff going. And it tells you all about it real quick. Because right off the bat, you got something trying to murder you. And it goes, hey, if you want to survive, you better do the thing. And... For me, it's backwards. It's like when you want to go left, it feels like you want to go right. When you want to go right, it feels like you want to go left. So I got to learn how that goes. But basically, in a nutshell, it's all about dodging your enemies, finding their openings, and then you hit them with whatever weapon you have. Uh, you start off with like a crowbar, a stick, then you get like crowbar, and then later you get like a like a baton, an electrical baton, and I'm sure it upgrades and goes crazier from there. But I have no knowledge of that. All I will tell you is thus far, this game is gorgeous. Utterly gorgeous. I know there's PC was having tons of problems. From what I hear, a lot of it's been fixed, though, and they're still working on fixing even more. So if you're on PC and you want to play this, because mind you, this is all over the place. It's on PC, Xbox, PS5, all the goodies. If you want to play it on PC, maybe wait another week or two until they've got all the kinks out. But if you got the Xbox or the PlayStation 5, go ahead and pick it up because, man, it looks great. And the mood, the lighting, the music that goes with it, just the sound effects, everything's fantastic. Top-notch, top-tier. I couldn't ask for more than what it has shown me thus far. The only thing is the combat I don't like right now, but that just because that might just be because I'm just not used to it. When I get used to it, I may fall in love and love every step of the way. So it's way too early for me to speak on that. But it's here, everybody. Crystal Protocol. If you want a really just visceral, horror, brutal game, take a peek. You might like it. You might not. Go check out some reviews of all your favorite peeps. You know the peeps you trust. If you trust in me. It's still too early, but I'll tell you what, it looks great. You won't have a visceral time because that that studio. Well, visceral's there. gone, and then we won't talk about EA <laughs> and what they did to Glenn and on the team. <laughs> yeah. well, you said it twice. I was going to jump in on the first one, but you were on the roll, and I was like, "Oh man, he's never going to say it again." And then you said it again. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Oh yeah. And while you're checking that out, and you're checking out Evil West because both those titles sound fantastic. Guess what? You should also be back at another game I just played, Matt. Elden Ring has got the Coliseums opened up, 
ready to play, you want to go PvP, and you want to have some fun killing friends, killing random people, you can. And it's free. You pay nothing. So you just pop in, go to those coliseums you always wander around, go, ooh, we're going to do something with this someday. <laughs> well, they did. Here it is. What do you think? It's free, so is this, I would never say anything bad about a free DLC. Uh, PvP is not for me in Elden Ring, though. Back when Elden Ring was hot and I was super deep into it, I was on the Elden Ring Reddit, you know, all the time. See new Elden Ring content. So cool. See a meme, see a funny thing. Watch people's PvP videos. And I was like, oh, this is just, oof. I don't like this because, oh, you have to let me put on my 10 buffs and then I bow to you and then we can fight. And oh, they, they would always post up, this guy didn't let me put on my 10 buffs and he just killed me. Boo hoo. And then I saw in the Elden Ring Coliseum DLC video, it showed people doing their buffs and then saluting each other. And I went, that ain't, now no, if I jump in there, I am running in, I'm bashing you with my spear, I'm hitting you with my shield. That's how we're doing it. But PvP is not for me. So this is not really for me. I saw some people in the announcement tweet on Twitter saying, oh man, sure would be good to have some PvE content in here. And from the trailer, it almost looked like you did because obviously you can get the Banished Knight's armor set and stuff. So it looked like there were PvE enemies in there. Yeah, they're allowing summons is what you were probably seeing. So if you set up the fight right, you can have your summons too. So your summons can battle along with you against the other players and it was probably just those NPCs doing duking it out together. But you can go in solo, you can do teams, you can do free-for-all, you can do all kinds of stuff. So if you're into the PvP in Elden Ring, this is awesome. I mean, I'll never say it's not awesome because it's free and it's stuff that people will love. But this is absolutely not for me. Me and the Skellymans, we're still going to get whooped. It doesn't matter. My Skellymen kill everything. They tore up Godfrey for God's sakes. But I'm not going to bring him in here because some guy will just have his – he'll have his stupid two blood katanas and go whoosh, 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 and I'm dead just like every time we get invaded. So mm. it doesn't even matter. It's not for me, but it's awesome. Now, here's the question tying this in. Do you think that they pop this out and that the Game Awards, they might actually announce a PvE expansion or do you think that's pretty much a no-go? I want to say yes because there's so many surprise – hey, hey, I'm Jeff Keeley. Surprise, mm, surprise, buddies. And, of course, well, we all know he's got a relationship here because he, he's the one who got Elden Ring big and ready when it, before it came out, if you remember right. So might be. I would love for it to be that way because I would love to dip my toes back into it with some PvE content. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's just – it's too soon. Like if they had announced this last week – like, oh, hey, last week, here's here's the new DLC. Enjoy it, everybody. Then it got to be the Game Awards, but they literally announced it like last night or this morning as we're recording this. I feel like it's too soon. It's too soon for a gotcha. It's more like, hey, here's an extended trailer and here's somebody talking about it maybe. But yeah, like I said, if it was last week, they'd be like, hey, did you like that? Well, haha. <laughs> but nobody's even had a chance to play it hardly. Mm -hmm. So it's it's too early for that. Yeah, I agree. Overall, you know, I've heard the scuttlebutt's been that they're going to maybe announce a big PvE thing and that the, they wanted to get this out in the forefront since it'll be overlooked by the majority of the players, but they want to make sure those that did want to play it can see it and hear it and, you know, have it accessible to them. And that makes sense, but I agree with you overall. I'm like, eh, I feel like this would have been done earlier. And then while people were going, oh, yeah, the Elden Ring, Elden Ring, and then at the Game Awards go, boom. With it being like a day before, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't think they're going to announce anything. And overall, will they even have expansions for this? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking no. I don't know. My gut says they're not going to do anything for Elden Ring, even though they have done DLCs for previous titles. I don't know. I just feel, I feel like they're 
not going to do it for some reason. I mean, that's just pure speculation, but... I feel like Elden Ring's a lot easier than the other games, though. Granted, I've never played any of the other ones, but this one would be so easy to just throw a wizard down, and he's standing next to one of those stupid teleporter things, the little the square rock with the hole in it with the mm-hmm. light that goes whoosh, and he'll go, oh, I opened up a portal to wherever, and then psh, you can just be completely off the map. And some, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, even crumbling fair Missoula, that's just out there. They can just zoom the map out more, and then here it is. So I feel like they have to. Like, Elden Ring is huge, and you could play that essentially forever if you want to. But you can't not have an expansion to that, especially with how successful it was and how popular it was. You can't not do DLCs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't expecting this. So if they're doing this, a free DLC, you know they're going to do some paid DLCs. Come on now. Hey, here's the hope. And all I will say in closing on that one is the director said he has no idea why this game was so successful and he has no idea what he did differently that made it successful and that he could never replicate it because he has no idea what it was that made people like it. And that kind of makes me sad because I'm like, damn, well, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but that sucks because he's like, I don't know. I just make these games and for whatever reason, everyone liked this one. There's one major change. Not like all the other games were linear. I know they had like hub areas and you you went out, but this is like open, open. Like literally just do whatever. Straight up open. As soon as you get your horse, you can just anything. That's the difference. That's the difference. An adventure, not out of story. So there you go. We gave you the answer. With that, of course, new Last of Us trailer hit, Matt. I don't know. I don't. I know you don't pay too much attention to anything, but did you watch it? Are you going to be watching this at all? Also, way to make me sound like an asshole. So screw you, Eric. I pay attention <laughs> to lots of things, but I don't pay attention I, to. Well, well, I should have clarified the the movie, TV scene. You're not huge into, so I, I don't expect you to you know be paying close attention usually when it comes to the. I mean, that movie's not fair either. I was going to say movie's not fair. Just TV. T- there TV. One hundred percent is fair. I will give you that one. This is another one I have very strong opinions about, Eric, because I didn't watch this trailer because I'm not into The Last of Us. I don't like – I mean, I know it's it's not about the zombies or whatever, but I don't like those kind of properties. I don't like Walking Dead because I don't like those kind of worlds. The only thing I will say is I saw the previous trailer to this, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch this one, but Pedro Pascal is an awesome actor, so seeing him in a lot of other stuff is great. He will be awesome in this. The previous trailer I saw looked amazing. I'm sure this one did too. They're not going to screw this up. I mean, judging from the little that I do know, that was already great. I can't imagine they showed more and it looked terrible. So I have I have 100% faith that this will be an awesome adaptation of something I'm not a fan of. Well, I can tell you, yes, it was awesome. It did continue to be awesome. Everybody in it so far... Just looking spot on, sounding spot on. They showed another cool, you know, couple areas that you are very familiar with that you'll instantly be like, oh, that's exact, you know, exactly how it played out in the game. They showed some stuff that wasn't in the game, but, and then of course they also added in some stuff that was from the DLCs. So they gave you just a nice bite of everything in this new trailer. And it just looked fantastic, looked gorgeous. And if you're not into that type of world, then yeah, you're you're out of luck. But for those of you that are, it's it's stacking up to be just a wonderful, wonderful show. So I'll be there day one. Even though you know I've I've griped about Last of Us a lot, 
I don't care. The show looks good. You know what I mean? The show looks damn good. And Last of Us 1, I didn't hate that much. But Last of Us 2 is where my problems are. But we're not talking about it. And we're not even in the show. So it doesn't matter right now. I don't have to worry about it. So, just letting you know, go check out that brand new Last of Us uh, trailer. It just hit a couple days ago or whatever it was. It is really good. And I think everyone's going to be just mm, ready to go with it. And of course, last on my little snippets, Matt, Jack Black. He's coming to the Game Awards. We didn't talk about it last week at all. Does this mean we get the first trailer for Borderlands movie? We already said we don't think Gearbox is coming with anything, but maybe this is what they're coming with. The first look or first trailer or teaser, whatever you want to call it, of the Borderlands movie. Or is it just Jack Black talking more about Mario movie? Now, this will tie into something that I'm going to do after this segment, mm-hmm. we have something that ties in directly to the question that you asked me, but this is 100% just the Mario movie. This is not Borderlands the movie. It's absolutely not. There's no way, because the Mario movie is fresh and hot. We just talked about the second trailer that just dropped like less than two weeks ago. It's time for another teaser. Here's a trailer with 15 seconds on the end, and it shows off another cool thing, or Donkey Kong speaks, or, you know, whatever. I don't believe that the Borderlands movie is going to get shown off here. It's a Mario thing. I think you're right, but I don't want to believe it. I want to believe that we get that first look at the Borderlands movie. That's what I want to believe, because we know it's done. We know it's wrapped. So it's all in post-production at this point. Bing bong! Hey, interruption time. We got a mailbag thing. Before you keep talking too much about Mm -hmm. it, I'm going to interrupt with a mailbag entry from a buddy, Steve Cadwallader, at Code Cadwallader on Twitter. Give him a follow, everybody. He writes, and it's it's not that long, but the thing is at the very end. Subject of the email is Turkey, Game Awards, and Ding Dong. Hey, fellas. First off, this is my favorite part of the email. First off, Matt wins about Turkey Leftovers. I finished mine on day eight. If it ain't spoiled, it's still legit. Turkey for days was the mantra around here. Don't shake your head. You can just acknowledge that we are right. I, we put it up to a vote. The one person who responded, I was right. You're wrong, Eric. I threw threw all that turkey away. It's all gone in the trash can. I had turkey salad this morning for breakfast. It was delicious. You disgust me. It's terrible. It's terrible. So he continues on talking about the Game Awards. I've actually never watched the Game Awards. I'm intrigued knowing how excited y'all get about it. Since I only game on Xbox, though, I feel like I miss out on a good chunk of the conversation with Horizon, God of War, Stray, Final Fantasy, etc. I gotta, and I gotta say, here I'll jump in. Steve, you gotta watch the Game Awards, man. If you love video games, it's just a video game fun time. If you, you know, maybe you're not into the awards. I'm not too into the awards. We just do the pickums because it's fun for the show. But you get to hear video game music performances. You get to see the voice actors. You get to see, like we always say, all kinds of trailers, all kinds of reveals. It's just a fun night. For everybody's favorite hobby. Just the music that they put together for the Game of the Years, how they tie it all in and showcase every, you know, Game of the Year nominee. Just that set yeah. is fantastic and amazing. If nothing else, just watch that and listen to it because it's wonderful and just magical every time. Watch the hype trailer that Jeff Keeley put out. It's like that when they start building up for Game of the Year. Because you get to see clips and footage and all the dramatic moments that you know as a fan of the game or don't know. And you're just like, wow, look at how cool this is. Set to just the best orchestrated music. It's something that always gives me chills every year. Even if I'm not into any of those games, like when Horizon's been up there, I'm like, wow, wow, that looks incredible. And it gets me hyped. It just gets you excited and and gets you going, you know? 
So then moving on, <laughs> which is the last bit, which does tie in. I swear to God, I'm telling you, it ties mm-hmm. in. He, he says, last, a mailbag for you. WTF happened to the Borderlands movie. Did they put it on ice until the franchise is hot again? And before we answer that question, he he closes out by saying, keep kicking ass. Love the show as always. Thank you, Steve, for your mailbag entry. Thanks, Steve. I mean, like you said, Eric, it's wrapped, it's filmed. But I feel like probably every movie these days wraps like two years before it drops because of all the CGI, all the posts, all the everything else you got to do with it. Principal photography can wrap like that. But then, like a Marvel movie, I'm sure they finished Endgame like two years before it dropped because they got to hinkety-pinkety everybody in with all the CG and all the stuff. And if you're doing Borderlands right, that's what you have to do. You have to make it look like Borderlands. So even if Kevin Hart is there, there's got to be filters. There's got to be this. There's got to be the giant skybox behind him because we saw them just filming on a giant green screen set. So it's got to be like mostly CG. So even though it's done, it's not like done. Because nothing's put together yet, you know what I'm saying? Well, it, it, but it wrapped, remember, like seven months ago. The filming. No, no, it wrapped filming seven months ago. No, so, I know. I'm, I'm saying, saying they've already had seven months of post, which means they got another year of post. Yeah, but yeah. You typically want to put a trailer out a good year before it comes out, right? I mean, it's, it gets in that zone. I, well, I'd say I'd say if it's a big movie, then yes. That's true. I think true. A, a small movie, like not six to for, five months. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to believe it, though. I don't want to believe it. I want to believe that we're going to see something. But I have to say, my realist, unrealistic rock, Matt, yes. To answer the question before that, it's going to be Mario because that's hot. That's right on the right on the up-and-comings, and it's Jack Black coming to do some cool Bowser stuff. To Steve, though, it's not gone. Borderlands movie is for sure coming. You got way too many powerhouses, way too many big names that participated, that did it, that we know the movie wrapped many, many, many months ago. So they're just quietly in post-production. And I think, I don't think they're waiting to make Borderlands relevant again, like hot or whatever you want to call it. I just think they're probably going to wait for a, a summer blockbuster kind of deal. So I think they won't start hyping it till probably March, April. And then get everybody hyped for a good June, July release. So, you know, everyone's out, wants to get out of the house and get out and about. What better way to do it than go watch a gunslinging, crazy, wild movie? Woohoo! I don't know. Now, I, I was super, there's no way there's going to be here. Because I was, I was just thinking full trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think it's way too early for that. But, you know, the more you talk, the more I was like, since you mentioned realism rock, I felt like I was just being a jerk. But I wanted to say, I thought they would have revealed. A teaser, a trailer, a screenshot. When Gearbox did their PAX East panel thing, mm-hmm. I was a hundred percent sure it would happen there, but they didn't do anything there. So maybe, maybe you get—I don't know. I kept looking at it, and you said first look at a Borderlands movie. Maybe you do the Jack Black Mario thing, and then Jeff goes, "Ha ha! That's not the only property you're involved with, though, right?" And you get like a shot of Roland. Not like a trailer, not well, like a no, teaser. With Jack Black there, it'd have to be Claptrap. Well, I mean, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Two characters standing side by side. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's got his he's got his elbow on Claptrap. It's just a still shot of just that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You won't get a teaser trailer. You won't get a anything more than, like, five seconds, if anything. I th- I'm thinking, like, a still shot. That's it. I don't know. I want to be more, like, positive <laughs> and conjecturally. <laughs> It could happen. You could get a still image. We won't get a trailer. We won't get a 
anything remotely related to that, though. No, it ain't going to be anything huge, no matter what. I, I don't expect that at all. But I don't know. I was kind of hoping for just a, a you know, a silhouette, a little music, and then Jack Black maybe doing his impersonation of Claptrap or something, and then calling it a day. Bada bing, bada boom. Probably get Randy Pitchford up there for a second to say how excited he is about it. And then you're, you know, either before or after, whichever way it goes, and off you go. Because he's out, Randy Pitchford's there almost all the time, saying something, doing something. So I can't imagine he's not going to be doing something this year as well. And it ain't going to be Borderlands game related because we just dropped Tails and we already know they got some other titles in the bucket that they've got to be doing and talking about, which don't. You know, involve, of course, Borderlands, but this would be the Borderlands. It'd be the only way to do Borderlands would be through the movie if I was thinking on my own. So, no, I don't know. We'll see. You know, you, I was I was I was getting excited. You, you made me get on the rock. I don't want to get on the rock no more. <laughs> I'm happy on the rock now. As always, I'm like, no way. Absolutely not. And then you're like, OK, screw it. I'm like, no, but no, it could be. It could be a, a still say, picture. It's, it's it fine, be, man. I was could just be a still saying, image I should have said that. <laughs> But the movie's definitely not gone, Steve. We're going to see it, and I think it'll be out this summer sometime for sure. I have no doubts that it'll be out summer at the very latest fall of uh, 2023. Yeah, I feel like it will definitely be seen. Eli Roth, you know, the the Arid Brothers, it'll come out some way, even if it does just end up going straight to HBO Max or, or Hulu or Netflix or whatever. So I have faith we'll see it. I would say like back half of next year. Like a weird, a weird fall winter drop that would be a strange one, but there you go. All right, official Game Awards prediction for next year: It's stealth drops on Netflix at the show. Like, hey, you guys want to see another trailer for it? And it's a big long trailer. Like, hey, you can go watch it right now. Ting, 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 ting. Get out your Netflix and have a great time. Boom! I did it. You've never All seen right. a prediction a year in advance. Boom! You can predict that, and you're an absolute wild man. They have every famous star in this movie you could imagine, except for Tom Cruise. No way it's doing a drop straight to Netflix. No way. Come on now. I could. I mean, I, nothing's impossible. I will not. I will not say. You know how many possible. Kevin Hart movies are on Netflix right now that you've never heard of? Like a million of them. Yeah, but Kate Blanchett. I mean, Jack Black, Kevin Hart. I mean, come uh, on. no, no. Kate, I love Kate Blanchett, but she's not big enough. She's she's one of those. Eh, it'll go. It'll. it'll uh, that's. It, right. It'll happen. It'll you know happen. What? It's, you, you don't be stone, happy. So you we, don't have to spend money at the theater to go. You don't oh, have to I convince somebody to go. But you can just watch it sitting right there in your comfy little comfy little chair going creak creak. Hey, it's a win for me. So yes, no yeah, problem. See? But see, yeah, rock it back up. I put you on the rock and you got sad, and I'm gonna push you right off the rock into get the water. Get off that rock. Again. Go it's up great. in there. Yes, we'll have some fun again. It's gonna be great, and I get to see it for free now. Don't even have to worry about it. Exactly. Hooray! So, what about you out there in podcast listener land? What do you think? What's gonna happen with the Borderlands movie? We all know it's on track. Is it coming soon? Is it coming later? Is it coming for paid? Is it coming for free? Let us know that. Any other kind of thoughts, any other comments, any concerns, any kind of feedback at all. If you want to drop a letter in the mailbag slot like our buddy Steve did, thank you so much, Steve, for your letter. You can do that via email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com. On the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook on Third Shift. Ooh, indeed you can. You can find us on all those places. You can also find us on Patreon. Like what we're doing, like what you hear, want to keep us afloat, keep us going. It's a little old tip jar. Throwing a buck, two bucks, three bucks. Throwing a few bucks, you get a couple extra episodes of this and that. Having some good times. 
We appreciate any and all who have ever thrown something in or even think about throwing something in. You all are awesome. Helps us pay the bills, keeps us online. It's good stuff all around. But you know what? That's not the only way you can help us out. If you can't go over to Patreon or just simply do not want to, all you got to do is go to Twitch, click a little button, Amazon Prime, poop. That costs Amazon money, not you. I'm sure you got, you know, Amazon Prime. Almost everybody in the world does now. That's why they're so rich. That's why they can afford to give you a couple bucks to give to your favorite buddies over at Third Shift. It's the whole thing. You can also, for free, and it only taking you two seconds, go to iTunes, go to Facebook. Uh, not Facebook. I was going to say Facebook. <laughs> you get it. There's not a Facebook you can do. You can come over and talk to me. But other than that, that's it. Uh, you can go to Spotify. Five-star ratings. Gets us up in the metrics. Gets us more viewable. People say, I want to watch this gaming podcast. And instead of us being number 187, we'll be number 1 through 10, 1 through 20. And then, boom, more people come along. All of a sudden, we're freaking skyrocketing. All of a sudden, we're too good for everybody. And we got monocles on. And we don't got to pay attention to nothing. Because we got monocles. That's what could happen. You could make that happen by supporting us. And I encourage you to do so. I can't wait to light a cigar with a $100 bill. It's going to feel and so good. And have that monocle in. Oh, it's going to be the best. But until that time, you can listen to the very next episode, which will be dropping on the 15th of December. And if not the 15th, it'll be the 14th. It'll be the last proper, regular, old Third Shift episode of the year. We'll be breaking down all the reveals and stuff from the Game Awards. And then the next week, it'll be the Christmas episode. And then the next week, it'll be Game of the Year. And then next week... It's our favorite episode. After that, after the Game of it's the Year not, special, it's the, worst episode. It's the New Year's episode. Resolution special, Egg. You're going to tell us how you did on your resolutions and make new ones to break next year. Oh, I yeah. I hate that episode. I hate that episode. We're going to stop doing that episode. No, we're not. Oh, I hate that episode. We're absolutely not. <laughs> but until that time, you can find that episode, any future episode, any past episode, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, or view account comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. Just like I already told you, we appreciate five-star reviews. Come on, people. Christmas is around the corner. You didn't do it for Turkey Day. I threatened your grandmas or said your grandmas are better than you. I don't remember anymore. It was fun, and I felt good about whatever I said. And I'll say this. Christmas is coming, and you know what? The Grinch is out there watching, waiting, and listening. You don't want to give us five-star reviews? Well, I hope the Grinch comes to your house and just ruins your Christmas. And if you do give us a five-star review, I'll tell him to go away. All right? Just saying. He'll come back and rebuild your Christmas. Exactly. He'll, he'll build it right back up. You ain't got to worry about nothing. The kids will be happy. Wife, family, friends, whomever you're hanging out with. Or if you're just by yourself and you're a lonely son of a gun, don't even worry about it. You'll get something. Santa will give you something. Absolutely. But until that time, until we get closer to the Yuletide season, there's nothing else to say but... Don't forget to say yay. Sit down.